Good Times and Bad Times, pages 210 to 219. Page 210, Good Times and Bad Times. Here you'll learn about the good times and the bad times between 1914 and 1939. You'll also learn how to analyze propaganda and practice summarizing events in history. Big idea. The United States helped to win World War I, and good times followed. Then the economy crashed. Life was very hard for most Americans, so the government began to help people. There are four big ideas, America in World War I, two, the Roaring Twenties, three, the Great Depression, and four, the New Deal. Page 212, Key Concepts, Economy. The economy is all the business activities of a country. Next, unemployment. When many people are out of work, there is high unemployment. And depression. When an economy is very bad, that's a depression. Page 213, Skill Building. Analyzing Propaganda. Propaganda is information that tries to make people think a certain way. Often, it does not use facts. Instead, propaganda uses words and pictures to affect people's feelings. In times of war, governments often use propaganda to make people angry at the enemy. Then they will want to fight and help win the war. When you analyze propaganda, you look for the ways that, that the information makes you feel. This propaganda poster was made during World War I. How does it make you feel about America's enemy? Why or what in the picture makes you feel that way? Timeline, pages 212 to 213. Good times and bad times. In 1914, World War I begins, but the U.S. doesn't enter the war until 1917. The Treaty of Versailles was signed in 1918, and that ended the war. In 1927, the first solo flight is made across the Atlantic. In 1929, the stock market crashed. And in 1933, the New Deal begins. Page 214, Good Times and Bad Times. America became a bigger world power after it helped win World War I. For a while, the economy boomed, but hard times lay ahead. Then government programs called the New Deal helped Americans. World War I. World War I began in Europe in 1914 and lasted four years. It was one of the biggest wars in history. The war begins. World War I started because nations in Europe competed for power. They had many secret agreements. These agreements meant that if one of them got in a war, they would all help in the fight. Two groups of nations, called powers, fought the war. Germany and Austria-Hungary, with their allies, were the central powers, Britain, France, Russia, and their allies were the Allied powers. In 1914, a man from Serbia shot a member of the ruling family of Austria-Hungary. Austria-Hungary declared war on Serbia, and the secret agreements brought the other nations into the war too. Fighting the war. World War I was brutal and bloody. The worst fight was that the Battle of the Somme. It lasted four and a half months, and more than one million soldiers died. New weapons made that possible. For the first time, airplanes were used in battle. Poison gas and powerful machine guns were used on the ground. At sea, submarines were used to sink ships. In all, 13 million people died. America enters the war. At first, the United States stayed neutral and out of the fighting. In time, however, it was pulled into the war. One reason was that many Americans felt close to the British 
Another reason was that German submarines sank U.S. ships. So in 1917, America joined the war on the side of Britain. The government of Britain was more democratic than the government of Germany. President Woodrow Wilson told Americans that by entering the war, they could make the world safe for democracy. Still, many Americans were not for the war, so the U.S. government used propaganda to help make fighting the war a more popular idea. The war ends. America helped to change the direction of the war. In 1918, one year after U.S. soldiers entered the fighting, Britain and its allies won. Germany surrendered and signed the Treaty of Versailles. This harsh peace treaty took away Germany's air force and most of its navy and army. Germany also had to pay huge fines. The Germans felt angry and humiliated. Years later, German anger at what had been done led to another world war. Page 216, The Roaring Twenties. When peace came after the war, the U.S. economy boomed. People danced to new music and sang new songs. Americans made and spent more money. The good times of the 1920s became known as the Roaring Twenties. Many happy, hopeful changes took place in those years. These include cars, music, uh, suffrage for women, baseball, and flight. Page 217, The Great Depression. Things were not quite as good as the 19, in the 1920s as they first seemed. Farmers, for example, were having bad times. Then, in 1929, things got very bad, very fast for everyone. The stock market crash. Many companies are owned by lots of people. Their shares in the company are called stocks. Some people own a few stocks. Others have many. People can buy and sell stocks on the stock market. During the 1920s, stock prices were high. People bought and sold a lot of stocks. Then, one day in 1929, the prices of stocks came tumbling down. All at once, no one wanted to buy stocks. Instead, everyone wanted to sell. Companies lost a lot of money and millions of people went broke. The crash of the stock market started the Great Depression. Earlier depressions were never this bad. As many as one out of every four workers was unemployed. The depression spread to many parts of the world and lasted throughout the 1930s. These impacted jobs, homes, food, and banks. Page 218. The Dust Bowl. A drought in the Great Plains added to the disaster. Terrible dust storms whipped over the dry plains, blowing away the farmland in thick clouds of black dust, black dirt. The area became known as the Dust Bowl. Farming methods were partly to blame. Settlers on the Great Plains had cleared away the grass. They didn't know that the roots of the grass helped the soil in place. Economics. Depression. In a depression, one bad things make other one bad thing makes other bad things happen. Problems go around in what people call a vicious circle. Vicious means very cruel. So, selling. Businesses make fewer goods, which means jobs, workers lose their jobs. And when people lose their jobs, people have less money. And when people have less money, People don't have money to buy things, which goes back to businesses making fewer things, and this circle keeps going around and around. 
Page 219, President Roosevelt and the New Deal. President, Rose- President Herbert Hoover and Congress tried to make things better, but they only got worse. In 1933, a n- new president, Franklin D. Roosevelt, was elected. By then, many Americans were desperate. Roosevelt told the people, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Right away, Roosevelt took action. He set up government programs to pull the country out of the Depression. He said he had a new deal for America. So the programs became known as the New Deal. Little by little, the economy got better. New Deal programs included banks. New laws changed how banks worked, and people's money was once again safe inside the banks. Jobs. New government programs created jobs. Workers built roads, airports, and bridges. Aid. The government money was given to the poor. And Social Security. New taxes on all workers gave money to retired people. In summary, the United States helped the Allies win World War I, and then in the 1920s, the country went through good times and bad times. President Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal helped get the economy going again.